And now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Steph Barnett. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. That's the reason you joined us. Uh, Hello, I'm Andy Shill. And stay on the show, Brigstow. Alice here with our monthly podcast. Uh, Mango. I caught up with the band. Uh, uh, and a little bit of queer science. What's the last one we're after, isn't it? It is. Yes, well done. Are all you on board today. now? All coming today, right here on Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Uh, actually, we shouldn't be doing that, should we? We should be going, happy birthday to, to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Terry. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Terry. That's very kind of you. Hello. Uh, My birthday this week, yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, this oh, week, you have isn't a week? it today? Oh, okay. Uh, yes. But you, ha- yeah, you're gay, you have a week. Yeah. <laughs> I have See Steph, at least a month. three official birthdays, like most queens. <laughs> oh, oh, nice one, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are funny. Do you know I didn't know Terry was gay? <laughs> it's shocking, isn't it? It is. Does it's your mum real, know? It's a real. Uh, my mum, you know, my mum who likes musicals, who uh, loves uh, Larry Grayson and Liberace, Shut that door. And, you know, <laughs> oh, camp yes. comedians. No, she's got no clue at all. No, I, I, re- I rewatched that. Um, rewatched that film recently. Is it underneath the candelabra? It's oh, behind, behind the candelabra. Yeah. Is that your first no. time seeing it? No, well, Carl hadn't seen it, oh, okay. so we, we watched it again together. Yeah, um, it's quite an interesting thing. Ta- talented but sort of troubled man, Liberace. I don't think yeah. he was mm. ever comfortable with himself. No, but, uh, isn't it but funny? I they, they played. I thought they played the character. I mean, I don't really know much about Liberace mm. um, apart from obviously what I've seen in the film. But he's um, gay. Did yeah, you well, know? Yes, yes. That was a thing <laughs> well, he always, but I thought they well, portrayed him really well. It was. Uh, Michael Douglas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. remember at the time when it was in the cinema, all the old ladies going along, going, "Oh, it's Liberace! It's Liberace! Let's go see it!" And being yeah. absolutely shocked because isn't it was behind it, the scenes and they didn't know he was gay. When I was growing up and I was a kid watching that, and like Larry Grayson, you never, I never ever entered my head that he was gay or anything. It was just funny. You know, it's well, just, really odd how your thought processes were when you were younger. You know, it didn't matter how camp or gay you were; you were just entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was an unwritten thing, wasn't it? As well, I mean, Larry Grayson also was out, but not out as yeah. well, wasn't yeah. it? But, um, but, you, and um, the guy that was in the Carry On films as well. Oh, said, um, no, not no, Sid James. No, um, not Sid James. Um, Kenneth no. Williams. Kenneth Williams. Kenneth Williams. Yeah. And Charles Hawtrey, yeah. of course, was yes. the gay guy from the Carry yeah. On films. Yeah. Th- they didn't get on at all because obviously Charles Hawtrey was quite out, a very flamboyant and actually had male partners, whereas did, Kenneth yes. Williams couldn't couldn't bring himself to really really fully accept that he except was gay I, I um, think you're right Andy I've read I've read exactly the same and that Charles Hawtrey would often appear for filming with an American serviceman on both yes. you know on each arm <laughs> yeah. but Kenneth Williams never quite came to terms with himself yeah. no, he's he's who was the shame. guy in Are You Being Served John Inman John Inman yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm well, free <laughs> yes are <laughs> you <laughs> I thought you were costly you told me you charge a lot <laughs> well, that's what we're talking about you know <laughs> see interesting well, DJ hosting well see, see James said a really interesting thing that he said to um, John Inman. He said, 
oh it's really nice you've done really well but you might want to consider toning it down a bit and it was and that was that was his way of saying you've done you've done really well out of it but he couldn't quite accept it because he he had a few Sid James had a few issues about the number of gay character the number of gay people around at the time it's quite it's quite sad really because mm. Sid James was a character that had a lot of a lot of internal issues um, and didn't really right, accept yeah. other other people being around um, and their sexualities because mm. obviously he was very much a ladies man and, very, and played he was characters yes. that yeah. were always yeah. had ladies and he had huge huge numbers of women following around. Um, yes, uh, yeah. And he had that classic dirty laugh, didn't he? He did, yes. yes. And then, of course, that, that was what shot uh, Barbara Windsor to fame as well, wasn't yeah. it? Bless her. She's not very well these days. No, no she's no. Uh, she's suffering from Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a terrible, de- a terrible de- debilitating illness. Yeah, uh, condition. Yeah. So, yeah, real, real shame. But uh, you know. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we've got a new series coming up today. We have. The first yeah. one of Queer Science. Yeah. Um, regular listeners will uh, remember we, we spoke. It's Lara, and it's our very own Lara and Hans who put it together. Yes. Um, and uh, they were talking on the show uh, a few weeks ago. So we, we got the first of first of that coming up. Um, but um, before we do that, um, it's time to catch up with Alid and uh, Brigstow. So uh, have a listen to this. We'll Brilliant. be back in a minute. My five on shout out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to September's edition of the Brookstone My Five. Um, I hope now uh, that everybody is starting to feel a little bit more normal. We have still got a long way to go, but things are starting to get better. So let's just all keep that in mind as we get through. Um, the next couple of months. So it is me again, it's Alid from Brigstow and this is our episode this month. I just want to mention a couple of things this month. Firstly, we have now pretty much round up our undetectable equals untransmittable video campaign. If you haven't seen it yet, I would go on to our social media platforms, so Facebook or Twitter or on YouTube, just search Brookstow and have a look at some of the most incredible messages we've had from people explaining what being undetectable means to them. Um, It's a wide range of experiences and opinions um, and they are just really, really lovely to watch. So to everyone who took part, Um, with this campaign. Thank you to everybody who has watched, liked, shared, retweeted and everything else. Thank you so much with this. It's such an important message that we need to get out and talk about more and normalise. So the next thing is um, kind of a service update really and We are aiming to keep everyone safe, but we are adjusting to a new normal. So staff at this moment in time are currently working a mix of office and home working. And when they are in the office, it is done on a rotor basis. Um, Face-to-face meetings are now starting to resume and this will be decided together on a case-by-case basis following discussion with the client and the support worker. Social distancing and PPE and the right hand gel and gloves and mask will be available at, at all times. Um, our telephone and video support 
uh, telephone and video support will still remain in place for all of our services. Um, so I just wanted to say that if anybody does need any support and they want to meet face to face, then do give us a call on 0117 9555038. Prior to your first appointment um, being made, the support worker will assess your need and will go through a risk assessment with you. And then before each subsequent visit following that, the support worker will just call in to check in with you to make sure that you're symptom free and the meeting can go ahead. In with the various meeting rooms that we have, we're only going to be using our largest one. So it allows more space for social distancing. Unless there is a need to bring someone with you, then please just bring yourself. The meeting room is only going to be made by appointment only, so try not to arrive too early or stay too late after your meeting. And if you expect to be late or you need to cancel, just give us a call um, just to check that we can still see you that same day. Uh, We don't want to waste your journey. All of our staff will be wearing a face mask for all and any face-to-face meetings. Please bring your own refreshments. Obviously, there will be no physical contact during any of our meetings. And the big one, if you do have any signs or symptoms or you feel unwell in any way, please do not attend the meeting. Give us a call um, and we can rearrange for when you feel better. So, like I said, that's pretty much it. Um, It's great that Brigso is starting to adjust and start offering some face-to-face services that are very desperately needed. All of us at Brigstow are, we so are excited and we are looking forward to welcoming, welcoming you back to our space very, very soon. But for now, and more importantly, keep each other safe, look out for each other, call in on that friend you haven't heard in on a while, make everybody smile, laugh once a day, and I will see you all or hopefully soon, but you will definitely hear from me next month. But until then, thank you. Bye. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's a head and heart. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I didn't actually actually realise. Um, my, my, Carl was telling me um, that that's actually uh, Joel Corey featuring MNEK. Um, and uh, MNEK apparently is. I think that's how you say it. That's the initials it is anyway. MNEK. Uh, MNEK, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. MNEK. But yeah, he's. he's um, uh, Openly out gay artist. Yes. Well, that's a... Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah. But I also don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs>
So now uh, Hans is here. We'll be hearing a little bit more from you a bit later on. Yes, sir. Um, but given that you are here and the birthday boy is here, <laughs> <laughs> the birthday boy, the birthday boy, it's Terry's, Terry's birthday. birthday. No, how yeah. did I not know this? Because you weren't in top of yeah. show because we're not allowed three people in the studio. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> Terry! Thank you. Hans. Are you having a party with okay. Matt Damon and all the other fabulous people? Oh, it's not- it's not Matt Damon anymore, I've decided. It's <gasps> Jamie Redknapp. Right. You've got Jamie rid Redknapp. of Matt Damon. Is he able to dance whilst tied up, Terry? Does he just, like, bop his head? <laughs> you know, I some really of these hope conversations. That, that some of these people are, are not actually listening. Uh, we, oh, well. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, right, let's... let's, let's uh, <laughs> well, hopefully the, uh, the, yeah, the footballer's not listening. I've forgotten his name already, sorry. Jamie Redknapp. That one. Jamie Redknapp, the wonderful yes. Jamie Redknapp. Yeah. yeah. It'd be lovely if he was. Anyway, let's get some new headlines. <laughs> This is Shout Out News on Thursday, the 3rd of September. And just before we start, some breaking news. We've just learned that Midland Zone, which has served the LGBTQ communities in Birmingham and surrounding areas for 23 years, is to cease publication. So our commiserations to everyone at Midland Zone. Please continue to support your local and independent LGBTQ media. Right then, the gay socialist writer Owen Jones pulls no punches in his latest opinion piece for The Guardian. Mr Jones says that in his words, Tory papers have decided to accuse the public of failing its masters while attempting to bully workers back into the office. His remarks come after a series of headlines in conservative newspapers such as The Telegraph that appear to suggest that workers who do not wish to yet return prematurely to the office could face being dismissed. Mr Jones says this attempt to terrorise workers is a reminder of a commonly understood fact. Britain is a country in which the bosses have the whip hand. He urges people to join trade unions as a matter of urgency to defend their employment rights and to send a clear message to the right-wing owned newspaper outlets. He concludes the age of coronavirus has exposed multiple injustices in British life, not least the total lack of protection afforded many workers. I'm so sorry, Terry. I've lost my news. So here we go. I, I apologise. The September issue of GC Magazine is available in print in the Brighton area and nationally as a free-to-download PDF to browse on your tablet or screen or wherever. The magazine continues the very best traditions of the gay and trans press in a marketplace where many other titles have gone to the wall. Supported by the kind advertising of many LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly businesses, the glossy full-colour magazine has a wealth of information, reflection and reportage of interest to us all, whether we may sit under the broad LGBT plus rainbow or not. Perhaps fittingly, as we enter September and the wistful autumn, the magazine this month has as its theme dying in the modern age. There are a number of articles dealing with bereavement, death, making end-of-life plans and practical advice on such issues as making a will. The sensitive and elegant reporting reminds us that all of us will be bereaved and that it is an experience common to all life on Earth. If you need information or just some sensitive reflection, 
then the September issue of G-Scene has much to offer. And of course, elsewhere in the magazine, you will find all the latest news from Brighton's LGBTQ scene and from the whole wider LGBTQ world. Whilst we have your attention, please do not forget that many bereavement groups and charities now have special LGBTQ support networks available in person or via the internet. For immediate support, then remember you can phone or contact the London LGBTQ switchboard on 0300 330 0630 or for signposting and referral, the Samaritans on 116123. Never suffer in silence, speak and get support wise words now finally black disabled hero and television presenter adi adepitan is amongst those celebrities supporting a new initiative to combat bullying in schools as shock figures reveal a generation on generation issue a report commissioned by the diana award which is named for princess diana has found that 46 percent of young people have been bullied in the last year at school with 67 percent having witnessed bullying sadly of the 1000 parents also surveyed 61% recalled themselves also being bullied when they were at school the BAME newspaper The Voice reports that there is hope however with more and more anti-bullying initiatives now being implemented the big anti-bullying assembly convened by the Diana Trust in partnership with the Nationwide Building Society will be online on Monday the 28th of September it will be transmitted on the internet into thousands of schools. The assembly will bring together hundreds of thousands of children, empowering them to tackle bullying with a host of celebrities, including children's TV presenters Mawaka Mundeda and Ricky Driss, alongside Peter Andre, Katie Leung, Twist and Pulse, the aforementioned Ade and James McVeigh. Uh, as well as the famous voice of the X Factors, Peter Dixon. Uh, to sign up and receive the internet stream, then all you need to do is visit www.thebigassembly.com or www.diana-award.org.uk. For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Terry Starr and Hans Peregrine. <laughs> Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. And you, you won't change. Oh, I quite like that. That's uh, Sinking uh, by Mango. Yep, and we got another one after the interview. Yeah, a couple of mistakes. Is that because you screw up the interview? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought I thought you were, were moaning that I was going to be having a go at you. Yeah, but you see, Hans gave me this lovely, like, um, liquid hand gel that smells like strawberry, so I won't know on a high again. I'm I did fine. not know what was going to be I smell exactly like a strawberry right yes, now, and do. it's all Hans' fault. 60% alcohol and you've been sniffing it. No, you're like Anyway, uh, do you want to introduce this? Because it was you that spoke to them, wasn't it? Yes. Um, a great group of people and fantastic sound. Um, I don't want to say too much now because it's all in the interview. Cool. Well, shall we catch up, find out what happened? 
Ginos nice about independent bands, um, not just in this country, but around the world, is the fact we've got things like YouTube and Facebook Live. So independent bands can get their name out, they can get their product out and people can hear it. Um, and um, what I love about independence is that a lot of them are LGBTQ and um, two thirds of this band, Mango, are LGBTQ <laughs> um, and and the third is a massive supporter of the rainbow flag. Um, so I'm joined by Eleanor, Brody, and Chloe who make up Mango. Hello. Hey. You okay? Right. Um, Chloe, if I could start with you, if you could give yes. me a bit of background of, of how you got together. Um, yeah, so um, me and Eleanor actually met at uni and we formed the band uh, nearly two years ago now. Um, and we've been through various guitarists and bassists and we've recently been working with Brody, um, who we just found to be really, really good. So she's recently joined us and that's our new lineup. <laughs> OK, so do, do you actually all play instruments or is it um, uh, or do you all do vocals as well? Um, we all do. Yeah, we all play an instrument so Eleanor does the drums Brody does bass and she also plays guitar sometimes for us um and I play keys and I'm like the lead singer okay um but when we do live gigs everyone does the backing vocals as well so yeah it's quite a mixed bag it is yeah so are you are you left uni now uh yeah we all just graduated this year so okay. we're just waiting on our results <laughs> oh that must be nerve-wracking oh yeah. dear so you've been caught up in the covid thing yeah it was a bit oh, of a challenge yeah i can imagine a bit frustrating <laughs> a little bit yeah just yeah. a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, is this like is it started as a hobby that you would like to become like and do this full-time um yeah sort of like we've always kind of wanted it to kind of go a long way um, but as as time's gone on, when we've got a lot more songs and a lot more material, um, it's getting a bit more serious. So we're really hoping that in the next few years, it can kind of become quite big and gain more of a following. OK, now uh, we've got two tracks, one that um, the listeners have, have, have just heard called um, Sinking. Um, and then we've got one that follows this interview that's going to that is called Mistakes. Now, I love the start of, of sinking, where you've got that old shortwave radio feeling with the crackle. What gave you the idea to do that at the start of the track? Um, when we were writing it, we didn't want it to be just kind of another sort of straightforward pop song that's quite predictable. We wanted it to be a little bit different. So I, I was kind of like, oh, how can we make it? Maybe we could make it sound like it's kind of on a record player. So it gives it a bit yeah. of like a vintage old school sort of feel. Yeah, and it does. Um, yeah, yeah, that was kind of the plan for that bit. So that was that. Is that something? Is that sound of the, the old record player with all the dust and the, the crackles and pops? Does that sort of thing attract you? Um, yeah, I quite like I quite like um, Amy Winehouse. So for me, like I kind of like her sort of old school vibe. So that was cool to just try and incorporate a little bit of that for that track what ideas do you take um who gives you inspiration from the music world um i'm really into bruno mars i really like him and i really like lizzo kind of lyrically what she does i, mm -hmm. I just really like her kind of second. okay huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, who was that then? Was that Eleanor or Brody? That was Eleanor. Okay. She's got a massive obsession with Lizzo. Oh. That was very underplayed. Yeah, no, I do love her. She's a great gal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, um, Brody. Um, how did you get involved? Was it like accidental? Did you get mugged and dragged in? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not at liberty to say. No, I'm kidding. Um, so so um, me and Eleanor actually met at a different uni um, when we were both doing some some more artsy, artsy things. And we were in a band previously, um, but I was the lead vocalist and guitarist there. So when... Um, kind of mango as a as a collective came and approached me and said hey we'd love you to play some bass i was like absolutely more than happy to because they're both great musicians um i love their work and they're really a, like, great people to work with so it just kind of happened through there that uh i wrote kind of more and more lines over time and then we all seemed to kind of click uh and i was graciously asked by the the other two to join so that's kind of how it came about really okay um do you write all your own material um, so all of the contributions that I've had kind of so far would be kind of some bass lines and backing vocals. So I write write all of that um, and some kind of guitar influence occasionally. Um, but unfortunately, I don't have four lot about four hands, so I can't play them both at once um, <laughs> as much as I wish to. But yeah, most most of everything that I write is either from myself or collaborative. Okay, okay. Is there a, a, a mango? Um, is it important to you to actually um, sing and play your own material? Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's good to kind of have a an outlet for how you may be feeling at a certain time. I think especially with lockdown at the moment, everybody needs some kind of outlet to be able to, to realise how they're feeling um, and not kind of keep it to themselves yeah as as some people do so it's a really good way of of realizing how you're feeling at a point in time yeah um eleanor um do you actually help with the with the writing i usually am presented with an idea from chloe and what we used to do is we used to have the idea and we go into rehearsal studio and just play it together and see how it goes from there really (laughs) Okay. My favourite bit about Chloe's ideas is the lyrics because when when you hear stories about like oh like LGBT plus couples, it's like all happy at that, but Chloe's are quite not angry at her exes. <laughs> <laughs> angry at your ex in a really fun and happy way. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a novel concept and a, a really um, a different way of looking at things. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite deceptive once you start listening to the lyrics. <laughs> is, is that is that true then, Chloe? You usually build a song on um, past relationships that you've had? Um yeah, I, I went through a very unlucky period of my life, so I had a lot to dwell on with my past relationships. But um, but yeah, it, it made for some good music, so can't complain. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's strange that whether you're um, a musician and you write your own songs or whether you're a poet, nearly everyone says that it really bad emotional stuff it gives such good product at the end and i guess what you've just said is is continuing in that vein yeah yeah i mean if nothing interesting happens to you what are you going to write about i guess 
Yeah, it would come from nothing. And I guess the best stuff is written from the heart, isn't it? And and pain, anguish, hurt and love. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, we're fast running out of time. Um, so how can people get in touch? Um, cool, we're on um, the social. So you can find us on Spotify. Um, we've got two tracks on there at the minute. And you can also find us on Facebook, at Mango Band UK or on Instagram at Mango Band Official. Okay. Now, the two tracks you've got out, um, are you actually signed to an agent um, and a label? Or are you in. Okay. Unfortunately, not. No. <laughs> We'd okay. like to be, but we're not. <laughs> okay. Well, after we've played it, you never know who's listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, the three of you. Um, Good luck with um, with future writing and uh, playing and production of your music. Um, and please keep in touch. And also, please send us your tracks so that we can continue to play them. Amazing. Thank you so much for having Thanks us. So Thank you. Thank you, Elena Brody and Chloe. <laughs> Mango. <laughs> Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. You just can't bear. Now she breaks up. There you go. Put the world to rights. That's a uh, mistake. Sorry, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Snick of being sorry now. I do love Mango's music. Right, happy birthday. Sorry, I'm just going <laughs> yeah. to... Uh, you shouldn't have bought me this strawberry stuff, you know. Well, it's all I can smell. And to be <laughs> honest, there are far worse scents <laughs> that could be around, Andy. So, yeah, I'm not bothered by that. Licorice all sorts can uh, get in oh, the bin. No, it's certainly like a much better smell than we usually get from Andrew. Wow. Wow. Mm. You are That's on it That's not a very nice way to speak, that Mr. Hole. He's not even here to defend himself. No, he's not even himself. in the room at the moment. No, he's not. No. In the womb. Oh, you're a terrible <laughs> Stephanie. What womb? <laughs> womb. <laughs> so, That's a word, isn't it? Anyway, a uh, brand new feature. Brand new. Yes. I'm do, do you want to give it, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Do you want to give it a quick, quick like, intro? What? What is Queer Science? Well... In, in like two seconds <laughs> oh gosh in two seconds um, queer science is queer science enjoy the uh, first episode <laughs> okay here we go queer science hi it's your girl Lara and and I'm Hans Peregrine yes and today we are joining you as your queer scientists your residents and um on the topic our episode one on gender and sex because we love this topic what are we talking about today oh yeah i really want to talk about sex and gender baby let's talk about you and me let's talk about, let's talk about all the good things and the bad things <laughs> that, that may be, be. <laughs> oh yeah you weren't gonna sing it right but you definitely did I'm I got sorry. you into yeah, singing it. These things just happen. It I does. Put them in my shower. It just flowed <laughs> out of you. Because exactly. we know that people like to simplify things and categorize mm. and pe- place like people in little two boxes of male and female, which I don't really approve of, and the world shouldn't really approve of. Um, and we know it's not that simple, and it's becoming more and more of a physiological and scientific debate. Um, so let me just know what sex and gender actually mean and how they do relate to each other um, because it's really important and I feel like you you know about this. Yeah, it is really important and I think what's uh, most important about it is that people begin to know the difference between 
sex, i.e. your anatomy, and your gender expression, because sex describes the biological sex a person was assigned at birth. Mm -hmm. So it's based on your biological characteristics of um, maleness or femaleness, which is indicated by your chromosomes, hormones, and genitals. And most societies still view sex as a binary concept with two rigidly fixed options of male or female based on a person's reproductive anatomy and functions. But a binary view of sex fails to capture even the biological aspects of gender. Mm. And we're taught still that bodies have one of two forms of genitalia which are classified as female or male but we know that there are intersex traits that demonstrate that sex exists across a continuum of possibilities and this biological spectrum by itself should be enough to dispel the simplistic notion that there are just two sexes and again it's about separating those two things you know mm. your, your sex which is what you're assigned at birth and your gender which is your gender expression um, so sex is what's between your legs and gender is what is between your ears so yeah this is why i find it really interesting this topic is really important because um because i'm a scientist i i do i study chemistry um one of the things that was apparent to me in a study one of my colleagues was doing is that they were calling a lot of their participants male and female and why they were mm. male and female i was wondering like at what point do we start considering people who are intersex and um mm. obviously people in sex probably don't feel confident enough to say oh yes i don't identify with either i am intersex but it's interesting like when do we start accounting for this like surely in scientific studies we should because we know it's as intersex people exist um mm. and it's one of those interesting topics that no one really approaches i feel yeah and gender is is incredibly complex um as, as so, so is sex but you know the interrelationship between the three dimensions of body identity and social gender um are things that people thankfully are beginning to um discuss mm. um, and gender identity is is a deeply felt inherent sense of being mm -hmm what gender you feel you are that doesn't directly correlate with your sex that you're assigned a assigned at birth and for some people it does you know mm. for some people they were assigned female and they identify as female i mean for me personally i identify as non-binary um which does not correspond to the sex i was assigned at birth which is female mm. yeah um so that's and, you know, important we yeah. also yeah, and we were also discussing, um, you know, the Native Americans, yes. which um, my favorite. I know you it's found called... really interesting. Yes, because like one of the things is when you grow up, you are never told about these stories. You think everyone thinks that it's like it's impossible or it's it's this new fad. Like, are uh, are we? Mm. But we've really just come full circle. We're kind of just relearning what we already learned, or what the Native Americans yeah. already could have taught us. Um, but was often trashed by european colonizers so yeah the native yeah. americans had um this um well this article called two spirits one heart and five genders so they had the five genders and what were they again like they were so um at the point of contact when the Europeans came over, the Native mm. Americans acknowledged three to five gender roles, mm -hmm. which were female, male, two-spirit female, two-spirit male, and transgender. And the LGBTQ plus Native Americans wanted these to be identified, um, and they were identified within their respective tribes. Um, but, you know, the, like I was saying to you earlier, the Europeans, when they came in, didn't just want to take their land, didn't just want to take their lives, they wanted to take their beliefs. Um, and unfortunately, that is something that happened. And over mm. time though that, that the five gender belief um, was eradicated i mean not completely but it was definitely stamped out 
to the most point um, unfortunately as you were saying you know that full circle where we've come to a point now within society where people are feeling able to um, separate sex and gender and are feeling able to talk about that I think that's just so incredibly important but what's also amazing is that this was here a very very long time ago it's not a new thing yeah, not just in Native American cultures, in Asian cultures, in African cultures, in every race that exists on our planet, there has been an identification mm. that it that we exist outside the binary constructs of gender and sex. Like there are other mm. people that exist and by just simply ignoring them doesn't mean they go away. And thank God mm-hmm. I think today, um, that we are bringing more of this conversation into the light and giving it a platform because people really need to understand the both the science behind sex and gender um but also the cultural implications of Mm. what of how it's been destroyed and regurgitated in a different way than we was originally like intended or thought of so yeah it's really important to understand how gender and sex works and we're giving a little snippet today however we will want to expand on this kind of conversation um if you were to go to creativetuition.org.uk you'll hear about not only gender and sex but explored but also genetics and sex because and genes and sex because it's really important that we we signpost and we understand all of it the whole story even though it's complicated as it is um, that's right and it is very detailed and it is ever-changing so yeah i hope this has been a good introduction oh i definitely think it has it's whetted people's appetite i hope yeah. and uh, we'll be back for more so if you want to find us find us at shout out um the lgbt radio on we are Creat- also live at 7 to 8 p.m every thursday oh, on bcfm and and creative tuition.org.uk Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For more information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you. The Shoutout Podcast. Uh, that's alive. Are you alive? No? Okay. <laughs> So, hello, hands. Hello. Uh, hello, Terry. <laughs> so. Hello. Um, That's Empire of the Sun, isn't it? It is Empire of the Sun. Well done. That reminds yeah, me of um, see, well spotted. They're a lovely band. Yeah, yeah. very distinctive sound as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and and you're right, hands. It does have like pumped up kicks mm. it's got that it's like a I don't know a lovely light poppy kind of feel yeah. although pumped up kicks has got quite dark lyrics actually. yes it has <laughs> I, I'm glad you said it I was sat on that one but yes yes it does yeah oh. yeah but they're b- both really nice pop mm. songs yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, well, I just like pure the song, pop so, yeah. I'm still upset it's not, no I, I like any part of the sub yeah. That you haven't let me um, choose an entire show's playlist yet. Uh, what do you mean I haven't let you? I feel like you don't trust me. Well, I feel I like know, since I threatened Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. That's it now. No, 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 Bieber, please. Okay. Sorry. Not, not. What about half Bieber with Ed? Sharon. I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps we should let the audience decide. <laughs> Let's yeah. tweet. No, sure you. Very big. You, you, you sit there secretly, you like, like, like I'll just, tweeting I'll just bring pushing up, up yeah. the number, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'll just invent, you know, ten different Twitter handles <laughs> and tweet myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag hands. If it famous. really means that much to you that you would do that, we'll play Bieber. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. but I think the request is that you play for Bieber. Yeah, not for Be- just oh, one. Right. 
It will be a Bieber takeover. No, sorry. Okay, just, that's fine. I don't know. Perhaps I'm just a different generation to you. <laughs> I don't see the attraction. <laughs> McFly have got a new song out. Have they? Yeah, called Happiness, and it's really, really lovely. Have you seen oh. BTS? Have got into the uh, Billboard Top 100. Yes, and it's a really good song. First time ever, and I th- it's in English as well. There, yes, the whole thing. track. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the live performance. Very Some good. Very, very pretty boys. They're Korean very not pop binary. is big, isn't it? Oh, massive. Yes. Yeah. Do you listen to it, Terry? Uh, well, do you know what? I mean, music from around um, Korea, Japan and China is is huge, is really beginning to infiltrate British charts. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know the Chinese state radio station, China Radio on the shortwave, they broadcast a lot of China or C-pop, you know, Chinese <laughs> pop contemporary pop music because they know it has a western audience yeah. so it's sort of very good for their kind of propaganda purposes well, as well K- so, yeah. K-pop is huge around the world huge. isn't it it is yeah isn't that where the boy bands just like they're very non so they're very non-binary they're very non-binary all look yeah. very similar yeah. um, mm. and they wear makeup yeah and because I, I saw I saw something yeah. on TV like they'll, they'll they'll have a they'll do a stage show mm-hmm. before the kids have to be in school Mm. So the kids all go, go to the stage show in the morning yeah. and go to school. Yeah. It must be yeah. an absolute nightmare for their teachers to wind up like that. Well, they start at quite a young age as well. Um, hence what, school or K-pop? No, the K-pop um, bands <laughs> like BTS. Mm. <laughs> and then they go for a really long time. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm quite glad that their music is becoming more mainstream because I do think they're very talented. Yeah. And of course, it's not just boy bands, is it? There's girl K-pop bands. There are. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it a bit, is it a bit manufactured though that they are put together? Oh, very fans? much so. Yeah, but yeah. they're, they're <laughs> still talented. Yeah, the mm. outfits tend to be quite the same, don't they? And the the boy bands tend to be very, very non-binary. Mm. Yeah, but the girl bands tend to be quite girly, don't they? Yeah, um, very. Uh, yeah, um, but it's a bit like their um, game playing, isn't it? You know, the console games. Mm-hmm. They they have like mass wars over in Korea where they'll have like you know a bank of ten people all playing like. Quake or the, yes, it's quite really intense. Yeah. <laughs> they're very committed <laughs> when they set their minds to it. <laughs> but they're worth a fortune. These people that play these games. Oh yeah, you know, prof- professional, professional gamers. gamers yeah, 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 huge money. That's yeah. massive over there. It is. Yeah, I, and I do get sucked in now and again, watching videos on YouTube of professional gamers. Yeah, normally because <laughs> they're so um, enthusiastic that it's incredibly funny. Um, oh right. I, I recommend um, watching watching that. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I the, like most about coming in here and being on the radio is the fact that you can eat something and it doesn't matter whether something's stuck in your teeth <laughs> and you can smile um, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Now, if we were on TV, that would matter a great deal. I am. Uh, we're going to be on TV. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are we? Did you have something stuck in your teeth that you need to be to edit out the video? <laughs> this why you're telling and, us now. Andy, <laughs> if, if you notice that, I mean, obviously I didn't have not said anything. Can you just leave it in? Or the outtakes are the funniest of all, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. me slamming my head against the uh, table. <laughs> we ought to really explain for the listeners what that is we're yeah. talking about. So we we have now recorded as of uh, the weekend um, our Bristol Pride mm-hmm. uh, video footage. Yes, which took so many takes, takes. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> that was more so, than my take. It, I think it was, it was more than sixteen, wasn't it? it which was, was <laughs> the most takes I've had, which was with Seb Chowdhury for the BBC uh, on the Downs. It was. It was I was stiffer takes. than a mannequin to begin with, to be honest. But it was so. good fun. Uh, you were very it? stiff. I was <laughs> very, very stiff. Other than my therapist head tilt, <laughs> which I didn't realise I have at all times. Apparently, we had all, all kinds. <laughs> the didn't we? Head tilt. I, I did a hair flick and then remembered I haven't got hair. You did. I mean, there's just so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so many moments. Not knowing what to do with our arms. Do yeah. we lean it? Do we look at each other? And the hardest thing at the moment is trying to find the photo, especially the dog show. We've got a 10-minute audio piece and one picture. Yeah, so if right. anybody does have any photos yeah, Please send them in. At Studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Or um, Twitter. Or Twitter or Facebook. Or Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Can I just mention before we go that, yeah. um, changing the subject slightly, the Trans Rights Collective have a demo at Parliament Square on Saturday the 5th of September at 1pm and we'll pop their press release up on our news feed tomorrow. Marvellous. Brilliant. Cool. All right. Thank just thought you, I'd Terry. just get that in there. So that's that's all right. Perfect timing, it's Saturday. Actually, mate. Ah, uh... uh, well, we're pros. We're pros. So, anyway, uh, once again, happy birthday to Terry. But that is it for another <laughs> week. Remember, Bristol Pride is currently running um, and is celebrating online at the moment. So uh, do check them out because there's tons of stuff on there. It's brilliant. You'll be able to catch us in the lineup to check us out online. Shout out radio.lgbt. Uh, next week's a little bit of a surprise. So we'll let you know next week. Uh, but from myself, Ooh. Terry. Um, Andy, Steph and Hans uh, and Lara of course who was in it as well I'll say bye bye everyone bye 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 such fun shout out LGBT radio for you such fun